0: show and we are glad you're with us on this friday beautiful friday just windy windy and cold gonna start warming up over the weekend though maybe come monday we get the entities of baseball back together and suddenly you got some real negotiations and we're gonna see players pitchers and catchers begin to report which would be fantastic and then we start to effort towards uh, the season come the end of march beginning of april april in the meantime the story continues to be uh the fact that uh, aaron Rodgers in green bay willie or and then obviously tom clements is back and uh, joining us now on the hotline our guy uh, dave schrader from wbay tv schrader wbay on twitter joining us on the hotline dave how you doing man
1: i'm doing well how about yourself
0: doing well i mean we're just kind of uh, waxing a lot about whether or not he will or will not return i now this is my philosophy this is what i believe i believe that when uh, Stenevich moves up, uh, Getzey goes down to Chicago. Nathaniel Hackett goes to Denver. The coaching staff has had changes. They're saying, hey, who would you like to work with? I think they called Aaron, and Aaron said, you know, Tom Clements is my guy, and he's still sitting out there because he really doesn't have a lot of ties to Matt Matt, Matt LaFleur's staff. He's an older guy at 68 as opposed to the younger staff that Matt has put together. I believe they called Aaron, and Aaron said Tom Clements would be the guy, and then they bring him in at maybe the uh, – the, the reference from Aaron Rodgers. Do you feel that, or do you feel that this is a desperation move to say, please, please come back?
1: Um, I think it's more towards the former. Um, I think they'd also be smart to do everything they can to entice Aaron to come back. So even if they didn't talk to him and say, who do you want, it doesn't take a genius to realize he's, said a lot of respectful things about the tutelage he received from tom clements during press conferences this last year so you have to look no further than what the quarterback said himself this year even if he didn't ask him directly you know that he has respect for tom clements and wouldn't mind having the guy around
0: so i take it a step further and i said uh, if i go back and reread the original on super bowl sunday tweet from adam shepherd that the packers are prepared to go all in I don't necessarily say it's got to make Aaron Rodgers the high, highest-paid player. What I think is is that it just means we're doing everything we can to kind of keep the band together. We're going to go all in. We, we know we got a three- to four-year window uh, that we can possibly compete for Super Bowls. We're going to bring back Tom Clements. I just think that this is let's wrap our arms around the organization, do everything we can to put ourselves in a Super Bowl in the next three to four years and see if we can't win a couple of these things, right?
1: Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Uh, going all in is about spending the money to make him feel respected and just doing every little thing, cross every T, dot, every I, do every little thing you can to entice him. You know, because as you mentioned, I don't think it's just one more year that they'll have a chance. If they can convince him to come back and finish his career in Green Bay, he's talked about wanting to play into his 40s. He didn't say until 40. He said into his 40s. I I think if you're able to lock him up, I I might do even more than the two-year deal if I'm the Packers. Whatever works and whatever pushes out the void years and the fake money that would become due upon the end of the contract whatever pushes that out further into the future when the salary cap will rise post-covid with new tv money that's what i do if you can talk to aaron and and you can trust that both sides are on the same page hey let's do this till i'm done playing why not make it a deal till he's 42 Mm -hmm. years old and put all the void years at the end of that
0: I uh now bes- we set our sights obviously to Devontae Adams and some of the other Packers that are going to be do do some money but DeVonte uh, you know w- what is the most realistic number that I think this team could get DeVonte back for I know that they've talked about franchise tag at about 20 million that the estimated the estimated value is about 26 there's been reports that he wants more than 30 give me your thoughts on Devontae Adams and the money
1: He made it very clear before tra- uh, in training camp last year he is not taking below market value so if you want him back the average annual value is going to have to be top receiver money in the league the question is do you count the extension hopkins received in arizona as top money because i believe that was a shorter deal extension and that got him for a lot of years of team control with only a couple of the years averaging that 29 30 range so i would say you got to hash out what exactly is highest paid in the league look like and then you got to do it because it's not going to be for less than that Now, whether you can agree or not on what top paid in the league looks like might be uh, the minutia we're dealing with. And then how to make it cap friendly is also important.
0: That was going to be my next question, because I don't think you can just say, oh, by the way, it's $30 million a year. And because, again, not it goes back to hit. Aaron Rodney. Yeah. No, not for the cap hit. No, you can't do that. I mean, not, there's signing bonuses and all that kind of stuff. It's all about the guaranteed money. It doesn't matter how you slice it. It's just you've got to put guaranteed money in his right. pocket at some point. So do you look at him and say four years, $120 million, $110 million, something like that?
1: Yeah, and then the creative part comes in how you make it. You know, you could say we're signing you to a – I'm just going to be ridiculous – a 25-year contract and give you, like, oh, you want guarantees? Say these are just ridiculous numbers to illustrate a point. Like $100 million signing bonus on a 25-year contract. That would mean that you're only paying $4 million in cap it each year for that $100 million that money that would be up front, of course. After you part ways with him, whenever the contract is null and void, be a trade, be a cut, be a release, be retired for a player, then the rest of that yet to be prorated signing bonus would come due. So it's a matter of how much future pain you're willing to endure with Rodgers and with Adams, because you can give them whatever money you want to give them today. It's just a matter of how it counts on the cap and how much risk you're willing to take. Should injury happen? Should early retirement happen? Should something happen that we need to part ways? Are we going to be totally screwed when that when that bill comes due? Um, I don't know. Because with the cap situation they have right now, if they want the players back, there's going to have to be a ton of void years on the end or ridiculously long length of the contract to begin with.
0: Talking with Dave Schrader, WBAY, up in uh, Green Bay. So uh, now we move on to some of the other question marks on this team. There's questions about Zadarius. There's questions about Devondre. There's questions about Jair, even Adrian Amos, and some of the other guys. Give me a, give me your thoughts as to who – do you, I mean, if you're going to attempt to keep the band together, you're trying to keep all of these guys together, plus accentuate some of them. And I really believe you need another body or two next to Kenny Clark in the trenches.
1: Yeah, I think the draft's going to be important this year because I think those guys are going to have to play. Because you're talking to Darius, the day after the season ended, he tweeted, thanks so much, Green Bay. He knows he's on his way out. I mean, his right. cap number says it right there. So I don't think there's a way to get him back because he's still young enough to want to get his. He doesn't feel happy, I don't think, still, about how the captain vote went last year. I think uh, the Packers won't be able to keep his services as much as we like talking to Captain Z and watching him play. Amos, uh He's a really good player, a very underrated player, also a fairly expensive player. I know not super, but you've got to cut millions of dollars somehow. And sadly, I don't think he'll be back. I don't think, but he's such a valuable part of this team that I think goes unnoticed. So you're going to lose some starters. There's no doubt about it, which is why Aaron said, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. So GM Brian Goodikins and Russ Ball are going to have to do some sorcery to make it work and then convince him that what they did to make it work is not a rebuild. So I think that's the biggest hurdle.
0: If it, you know, it can't look like a rebuild, but if you see guys leaving the club rather than staying with the club or key position, I mean, like, that Dean Lowry contract, as much as Dean Lowry had a bounce-back season, you still need another body. You, you, you look at the teams that were in the postseason, and you look at the trenches where these guys were winning, and they have Kenny Clark, and Lowry had a nice season, but there's nothing to write home about. Lancaster's a work dog, but he's, there's nothing to write home about. You know, you got Rashawn Gary, you got Preston Smith, you would like to have Zadarius, but you need help alongside Kenny Clark, I believe.
1: It's going to have to be the Devondre Campbell, Rasul Douglas, or rookie type of help. It's going to have to be dirt cheap. No one else wants them. Their trash is our treasure because we can find a way to make it work. Because you're not going to be able to pay for it. Yeah, you need help. Well, tough. It's going to have to be cheap help. You're going to have to hit a home run.
0: Do you think that uh, the – how significantly do you think the – because right now on the offensive line, you're pretty well set, right? You're really losing a whole lot.
1: No, you really wish Elton Jenkins hadn't torn his ACL, right? I mean,
0: for this right. season
1: as much as anything. What what happened in the playoff loss to the Niners has to stick in Aaron Rodgers' mind that, hey, you know, I didn't have Bakhtiari and I didn't have Jenkins. If I had them, who knows what would have happened. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Second year in a row, the playoffs they were not at full strength on the O line or even as much full strength as they had hoped. It that really stinks because the Packers have done a great job with the offensive line with Stenovich making things work. But it didn't work in the NFC title game loss to the Niners, and it didn't work in the divisional loss to the, to the Niners the next year. So, gosh, I sure hope Elton Jenkins' recovery is a lot more expeditious for the Packers than David Bakhtiari's was in terms of trying to get by with the bodies you have that aren't the pro Bowl all pro caliber.
0: You, uh, my sense is, after reading that article and listening to what David Bakhtiari's had to say, is that he'll be ready come training camp, right?
1: If he weren't, I would be very, very concerned because they've sunk a lot of money into him. Remember, they gave him that extension, what, mid-season, six weeks before he went down injured? They need him to not just be ready, but 100% of what he used to be.
0: Dave Schrader, WBAY TV, joining us out of Green Bay. So I look at the last couple of years, you had a really staunch defensive, defensive front. Vita Vey, Dominican Sue, JPP, you had those guys win it for Tampa Bay. You saw what Aaron Donald, Von, Von Miller and company did just this past weekend in the Super Bowl this year. D- do, do the Packers, again, it goes back to money, but do the Packers need this level of defense to really support Aaron Rodgers? Because I keep thinking when Rodgers won it, he had a very vocal leader in Charles Woodson over on the defensive side of the football. They haven't really had that. And, and Zadarius was that guy, but he didn't play, obviously. Do right. they need that guy? The vocal guy? I think the defense that we
1: saw in the playoffs was championship-level defense. The special teams cost them, and the offense didn't do enough to give them margin for error with special teams. That defense, if it plays the way it did, in the playoffs, is a championship-level defense. If the Packers' defense played that way and won, we would have been just talking about how great they were. They do it again in the NFC title game and the Super Bowl. We're talking about how dominant Kenny Clark is on the level of Aaron Donald. You know, a lot of these things are just sadly lost in the loss. The Packers' defense was amazing. And if they can play like that moving forward, not just in a playoff game but put it together for a whole season, in year two under Joe Barry, look out, because that defense was the best – I think the best defensive performance I've seen in a decade covering the Packers was that loss to the Niners. Sad as it is. What, They've shut out what do you, teams like the Bills years ago and the Seahawks this year, but that was the mm-hmm. best I've seen the Packers play defense in 10 years.
0: Yeah, I, that I would agree with. Um, what do you think, or when do you think you hear, because the, the Packers got to make a decision on Devont, uh, Devont, Devontae Adams as to whether or not they're going to franchise him. One, how happy is he going to be after seeing Godwin go down with an injury? Uh, and lose his knee after being franchise tagged because there was some talk about that as well. And then after that, how soon after that do you see Aaron Rodgers making his decision?
1: I think Aaron makes his decision, and then the Packers get he and Rodgers the deal, maybe even like the same day, like we're signing both of these, announcing both at the same time type of deal. Now, maybe some of that leaks out with one or the other before it's official. But I think those are in lockstep. Because you're right. I don't think Devontae Adams is going to be happy at all on a franchise. And if Devontae's not happy, Aaron's not going to be happy with the arrangement. Aaron's going to want his guy taken care of if he's coming back. So I feel like you're going to have to do extensions with both to get either.
0: Yeah. When do you think that happens? Or do we hear on the uh, McAfee show on Tuesday? Three the franchise
1: tag deadline.
0: Okay. Three days before the franchise. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking about the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Dave, hey, real quick, our poll question. Will the Packers, if Rodgers leaves and the Packers kind of stay the same, do you think the Packers still win the North next year with Jordan Love?
1: No, but they could sneak in with a seventh wild card spot. It's easier than ever to make the playoffs, and this division is not that tough. I don't think they'd win it in the first year of Jordan Love. I didn't say they couldn't ever. I just don't think the first year. Rodgers didn't win the division his first year. Not his second year, it, not his third year.
0: Isn't this, this this you know, posturing that we're seeing publicly? What I say all along is sometimes it's what you don't hear that, that speaks loudly as well. And to me, all of this, Tom Clements saying we're going all in, we'll do whatever it takes. Doesn't this also, in essence, tell you Jordan Love's not the guy?
1: They don't know that he's the guy, and perhaps they don't think so. But it's impossible to know based on limited sample size. My, my colleague Chris Roth made a very good point to me. Before Aaron Rodgers ever started a game in the NFL, he played in 16 preseason games. Jordan Love had none his rookie year. He got injured in his first half of his first preseason game this year, and he only played, what, basically a half of one game, three-quarters of the Bills game, And then he had two starts in the NFL. So Aaron Rodgers uh, had so much more. It was the old, old CBA where you could have two days uh, quarterback uh, college or university or whatever. Mike McCarthy called his quarterback's tutelage. I think Aaron Rodgers had a lot more experience before he was ever asked to play. So you don't know what you're in love. It hasn't looked good, but you just don't know.
0: Dave, good stuff. Enjoy the weekend, and we will talk again soon, okay?
1: Sounds good, Bill. Thank you.
0: Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Uh, Dave Schrader, WBAY-TV in Green Bay, joining us for a couple of minutes, giving us his, his thoughts. But uh, he's a little more direct. I, I got, I guess, a little more wiggle optimism, but I think we're heading in the same direction. I just hope that they're able to get a majority of this done. But I'm also one that I'm, I understand what the next three to four years can mean for the franchise, and I'm also one to say, If they can win a Super Bowl or two in the next three to four years, I'm all in. If I knew ahead that they were going to hoist the Lombardi Trophy twice in the next four years and go all in and then we'd have to live through 2026, 2027 of just darkness, of four win seasons, painful to watch, and trying to figure things out, I think I'd do it. I think I'd do it. I think I'd say, you know what? Go for it. Go for it. Because then you can't say, "Hey, you had 30 plus years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, and only two to show for it." That means you would have two more NFC Championship games, two more NFC Championship game wins, two more Lombardi trophies. You'd have four championships in that uh, couple of de- you know uh, three decade run, and that's not a bad way to go. I'd do that, but if I thought, "Ah, eh, you're going to get there close, but no cigar." And you're going to kick the can way down the road. Mm. That might be a painful pill to swallow. Boy, oh boy, think about it. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It is coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> segments to go before we get out of here on a good friday and uh, gotta say thanks to our friends at growth law firm growth law firm and uh, they are uh they are a tremendous law firm helping bikers and supporting its, uh, and sponsoring wisconsin motorcyclists for over 10 years and they take care of all the difficulties should you god forbid be in an accident uh, you can concentrate on getting back on the open road And a lot of their, um, you know, a lot of their attorneys in the law firm there and a lot of their personnel, they're riders. So uh, they're named, by the way, as one of the nation's 20 best motorcycle injury attorneys in 2020 by BikerJusticeUSA.com. So they got thousands of miles on their staff. They understand the hardship one can go through after a bike accident. Go to Growth Law. G-R-O-T-H, by the way. Growth Law. They're, uh, They're here so you can concentrate on your recovery. Growth Law. G-R-O-T-H, Growth Law. And you can check them out there on the web as well. Good, good stuff from our friends. And uh, they uh, were a big sponsor this past year uh, of the uh, the Big Units Motorcycle Run, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. And we're going to do it again this year, and hopefully it's bigger and better than ever. By the way, just a little side note, uh, and I saw this, an intense, as they call it, area of snow coming out of Minneapolis, and uh, it is heading um kind of southeastern across the state so if you get it looks like everybody pretty much is going to get hit with this thing kind of a snow, snow squall they say get ready for a quick heavy burst of snow very gusty winds and it's going to make it tough to drive through even though it's going to be less than an inch of snow they say it's going to be a very heavy burst of snow it's in the Minneapolis area it's uh, getting ready to cross the state it's like a line and it's getting ready to cross the state of Wisconsin, and pretty much coming like right, right down 94, like just just a, a big line, a big you know uh, northeast to southwest line as it goes right down 94. So it should probably clip a little bit of Green Bay and cover just about the majority of the portion of the state. But uh, get ready for it. They say it's probably. Like if you're out in uh, Eau Claire and La Crosse, you're going to be get, getting hit with this thing probably in the next hour or two. Uh, in, say, the Milwaukee area, it's going to hit right around, say, uh, rush hour. But I just saw that come across from not only some of the local uh, broadcasters, but also saw uh, the uh, National Weather Service. So there you go. Pay attention. Keep your eye on the sky. It's beautiful down here right now. I'm in Waukesha, but it's beautiful. Blue sky. It is windy. I'll give you that. I uh, took my recyclables out this morning. Today is uh, garbage day. Oh, boy. I went out in a pair of shorts. I was working out this morning. Yeah, that's a hide-your-turtle kind of weather. That wind will blow right up there. Holy moly. (whistles) Be careful. Uh, Daniel says uh, the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett took away the heart and soul of that offensive room, guaranteed it's not going to be the same. wonder if Rodgers is even going to want to come back. How do you, okay, Daniel, how would you know that? How would you know that? I mean, if you're an insider of some type that I don't know about, let me know. I get this every now and then. That somebody says, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody inside the Packers. Which is fine, because you, you may hear things that we don't. I respect that. Everybody's got somebody. We all hear it somewhere, right? Maybe your guy's talking to the same guy we talked to. Don't know. Uh, Susan says, this time of year sure is boring without baseball. When are they going to get back at it? Give me your estimate. Susan, thank you. Oh, I think it was just Bob Nightingale. Didn't Hey, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Bob Nightingale just tweet out that uh, the owners and the Players Association, they're going to meet every excuse me, every day starting on Monday to get this thing done?
2: Yeah, and the MoB officially said there will be no games before March 5th. So
0: no games before March 5th? Spring training games. Okay. So no games before March 5th. There we go. Uh, That's okay. Look, if they don't lose the regular season, who cares? It's not going to be the same when it comes to spring training. I'll say that. But I, uh, I'm i good with that. If they get it done, even if they lose games, let's say they lose. we We don't start the regular season for baseball until third week of April. I'm good with that.
2: I'm only good with that if they come out today and say it. Um... That if they know, they say, hey, it's going to be a 150-game season. We're going to figure it out. But this is the concrete date, and we will get something done by then. I'd be okay with it then. But if it just pushes off until they finally get the guts to care about their sport, that's when it hits a nerve.
0: Um, Okay, Evan, uh, let's see here. Evan Dietrich? Uh, Drellich. Evan Drellich says Major League Baseball announces that uh, the delay of spring training games, uh, they will not start any, like you said, before March 5th. In addition, MLB and the MLBPA are going to meet every day in person starting on Monday. Uh, Quote, we we regret that, that without a collective bargaining agreement in place, we must postpone the start of spring training games until no earlier than Saturday, March 5th. All 30 clubs are unified in their strong desire to bring players back to the field and the fans back to the stands. However, the clubs have adopted a uniform policy that provides an option for full refunds for fans who have purchased tickets from the clubs to any spring training games that they are not taking place. We are committed to reaching an agreement that is fair on each side. And on Monday, members of the Owner's Bargaining Committee will join in person with the Players Association and remain every day next week to negotiate and work hard towards starting the season on time. So in other words, uh uh-oh, we're starting to get into our money here. Got to get it done. Got to get it done. So no spring training. Didn't I tell you if you go out uh, to to Arizona around St. Patrick's Day, you'd probably be going to be good to go March 17th. Yeah. Yeah, probably going to be good to go. It's going to be an abbreviated spring training. So if they work every day next week to getting a deal done, my assumption is that could we possibly see Monday the 28th, pitchers and catchers report, Full squad workouts begin on the 7th. Um, or pitchers and catchers. Re- re- well, maybe just everybody reports at that point in time. Who cares? Maybe if they work it out, say, let's say they get a deal on the 23rd, Wednesday of next week. They could get a deal in place, signed and ratified. Players can start showing up by the 26th, which is Saturday which means they have 27, 28, first all the way through the fourth to maybe get games started by the fifth. And then the season starts on time, which is the final week of March. I think it's March 30th or 31st. And then the season, then they have th- like two and a half weeks, three weeks to get, uh, you know, everything together. Okay. I could see with that. That's why I said, if you're going to go out to spring training, leave on, if you're going to be one of those week-long people, Leave on either Friday the 11th or Saturday the 12th. Be out there all the way through, say, the 19th. Fly home on the 19th. You'll be good to go. That way you got about another week of games and or spring training prior to the start of the regular season. You'll be safe there. Um, So we'll see. Right now, though, I did go to apply for my credentials. Nothing available on the MLB website. Nothing available as of yet. They have not posted, because there's no agreement, they have not posted anything to say, okay, here you go, start of the season, regular season credentials, blah, blah, blah. There is there is nothing on the available on the website as of right now. So uh, Dan says, any uh, plans for you and uh, the guys to head out to Arizona to spring training once it gets going? Um, mulling it over. Mulling it over. I don't know. For certain, I am uh, contemplating spring training or maybe heading down to Indianapolis for the combine. One of the two. I don't know if I'm going to do both, but maybe one of the two. We'll see. Could be some traveling in the near future. You bet. Uh 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by Pindell. They are a machining and manufacturing company right here in New Berlin, Wisconsin, and they are hiring. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L dot com. That is pindell.com quality machining quality parts quality company and they continue to up their pay to get quality people so right now in a market in which nobody really wants to go to work yeah you want to get in on the ground floor, floor of this company while the getting's good because once the market begins to flood and everybody's coming off the dole you're going to be looking for a job and you're going to you're going to put your palm to forehead and go damn i could have should have called this company i should have called them. plus they encourage you uh, to get involved because they have helped uh, others that wanted to start their own companies to do so. I mean they're not they're not selfish that way. They want to see their people excel. Go to pindel. P I N D E L pindel.com that is pindel.com. More. on the Bill Michael show on a good Friday right now. Good stuff today. More coming up after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Okay. That's a Pearl Jam. Good stuff. Love that. Going to be cranking that up. I have a feeling that uh, I'm I've, sitting here on my desk. Uh, for those that watch the, the Bud Light live stream, I got one of the uh, JBL speakers. I got my speaker all charged up. Can't wait to be hanging out. Sitting poolside later tonight. Hot tub. No cigar, by the way. Can't smoke indoors. But doesn't mean there won't be a beverage in hand. I think there will be. Heading up north, going to gonna brave the snow squall that is going to be come ripping through the state of Wisconsin. Be careful. Be careful. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know what? This is one of those weekends where you just kind to look forward to getting away a little bit. Next weekend is, what is next weekend? There's a gala that we're supposed to go to next weekend. I think something on Friday and then something else on Saturday. Um, and then you get into the first of the month. Uh, i'm gonna take a day off i think on the third if i'm not i can't remember i'm trying to go through my schedule i was going through this and i haven't even put i haven't even put in for it yet ben but uh, i'm kind of making that announcement here on the on the show so be prepared and then after that uh we got combine combine is not far off uh which i know that here's the difference though because uh, um, our our buddy uh, Don says, well, you know, or Dan says, you well, you better make some plans. The combine you can drive to. That's five hours. That's four and a half, five hours down to Indianapolis. That's no big deal. I can do that in a day. Go go down and back. I'm good with that. Um, flying to Arizona, making plans for Arizona is a whole whole different animal. So that's why i'm not overly concerned about the combine as far as making but the com, i did have to apply for my credentials today for the combine to do that all right we're good to go ben what do you got coming up this weekend nothing
2: much wisconsin michigan on sunday Mm-hmm. that's really that's it, it. I, I like football's not happening i don't know what to do with i figure you'd be hunkered
0: down watching the
2: genesis uh i like i'll be doing that but i mean that's not really doing anything is
0: it No, not really. I mean that that this is that kind of a week. This is the reason I'm I'm leaving this weekend because it's just kind of a kickback, relax, take it easy weekend. Yeah, that Sunday is. You're right. It's it's Wisconsin, Michigan. It's uh you know Daytona 500. It's just that's just relaxed because I'll probably be home. I guess about one or two in the afternoon, not real late, and just sit around, take it easy. Nothing going on. Clean up the house a little bit. That's it. I still haven't completely unpacked from L.A. And I'm usually one of the... Now, are you a guy that procrastinates, or are you somebody that walks in the house and puts everything away? No, I need to put it away right away, or I get really anxious. I, I like, my clothes, uh, all the toiletries and everything, it has to go back into the place that it belongs. I'm I'm crazy anal like that. But the equipment, I'm still... Oh. There's still suitcases and headphones and and batteries and and cables and there's there's crap strewn all over the office all over the studio here but everything else has been neatly put away and now I'm repacking it to get ready to take off and leave but but yeah I'm just one of those people that I'm like you I have to I have to I have to unpack it and and it drives Kristen crazy because like when I get into a hotel room do you unpack as well no not at all I live out of suitcases oh. see, no see I can't I everything I do I, like tonight, I'll get into the hotel uh, up up in Four Seasons. I'll get into there, and I will then unpack jeans going drawers, socks going drawers, shorts going drawers, all of that. Hang up the shirts, and then you put the suitcase away. So now you're not tripping over stuff, or you're throwing all your dirty clothes into a corner. Oh, my God. When we were out in L.A., holy God, it was like homeless people moved into a, an apartment. <laughs> Mike, Mike is pretty clean, but the rest of us, it was, you know, Erica was out in the main living space on the couch, and Kristen and I were in the bedroom. We were all sharing, like, uh, two universal bathrooms, and, oh, my, I, it was every day I'd wake up and I'd look around, I'd just think to myself, I have to go to a Zen happy place because there was just between the, you know, and the girls, they have the stuff for the bathroom. Oh, my God, the makeup and the hair dryers and the hair products and, you know when they're both blow drying hair and you can smell it. You know it's like there's this fog in the room where the hair product is burning off with the hair straighteners and all that. Oh my god, I thought the house was on fire. There was like a fog in there. I'd have to leave. I'd go sit outside, which wasn't much better because when you go outside, that was where the uh, stench of pot would hit you in the face. Weed was strong out there, so it was it was different, but it was fun. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. Sixteen seventy. if you got anything to say, you want to hit us up before we get out of here, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, Mark says, I agree with you. I don't think Jordan Love's going to be much better than an average quarterback at best. At what point do you deem him average and you have to cut bait? How far would you go into a season or two or three before you would say, he's he's a nice guy but he's not good when you start when you have to start looking for the next guy when would you do that you know to me it, it's he will have been in the, the system now going on three years if he remains this year he may get or may not get playing time but by that fourth year when they have to make a decision on him you'll know, you'll know whether or not he's the real deal as to whether or not they hang on to him. I still think this whole public, we want Aaron back, we're going all in, we're bringing in, bringing in Tom Clements, Aaron has some say in this. I, I still think this is all, we're not, you know, now if they sign Aaron to a two-year deal and say over the two years take it to the age of 40, but I don't. Th- I think he wants to play until he's like 42 or 43 at least. So I don't know why he would sign that two-year deal when he wants to be a Green Bay Packer and wants to retire a Packer. That's what he's always stated and insinuated. Even when there was the hurt feelings and such. Because he's never said, "I'm, I'm contemplating going and playing for another team. He's just said, yeah, it's always been a possibility. But he's talked more about retirement than he has about going anywhere else. I just, I get the sense that you know, you you know, maybe you keep Jordan Love for two more years and by the you just roll over that fifth year option. Oh, OK, and then give him that give him control after that. If you really believe he's got it, if you don't bring Rogers back a couple more years, because if I'm Jordan Love and I know I can play, I want to go somewhere and play because I got a contract coming up. I got to make some money. You know, I want to. I want to go. If I'm looking at Tua struggling, if I'm looking at some of these other guys, go to New York with the Jets, go to the Giants. If I can do anything in those cities, I'm a god. You know, anything. But just sit there and and rot. I don't know. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Well, here's one for the books. So we uh, heard from Ornberger, Rich Ornberger, a little while ago that said that uh, Tom Brady, part of the reason he retired was because he, the, the, the relationship between him and Bruce Arians had run south and there was some issues there, okay? He also says, another interesting note, quote, I've been told Patrick Mahomes had a sit-down following the season with his brother and fiance. Ultimately, it concluded with him asking them, don't come to any more games this upcoming season. Is, is Now, I've heard rumors that she's a banana. Is she nuts, Ben? Is she like some follow on Twitter that we need to kind of pay attention to just to see uh, what she's going off on or on Instagram today? Uh, not that I've seen. I, I, I know his brother's a story. Yeah. Well, I... I know that going back to when we were talking about Stafford's wife and right after the NFC Championship game, how she came running out in the, uh, the blue pants and jumped on him like she was riding him around the, the stadium uh, for the full eight seconds in a Bronco-busting you know, thing, that you know they said, wow, that doesn't compare to, to Mahomes' wife. And I never looked into that. But th- does Patrick Mahomes' fiance, is she a bit out into the banana side or is it just the brother? I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I know I about know. the brother.
2: What's the brother got going on? He he, he does TikTok videos. Um, oh, jeez. And many give him a lot of slack when the team does not win. Gotcha. It's very hard gotcha. to explain in, in seven minutes, but it's okay. It's kind of a whole thing. Okay. So he's a TikToker. Yeah, he did How a many video. does he have, do you know? Oh, I have no clue. Um, I okay. no longer have the app proudly. He uh <laughs> he did a, a dance on Sean Taylor's number on the field when they oh, were retiring Oh, That's it.
0: right, that's right, that's right. When Washington
2: yeah. wanted to use Sean Taylor's retirement as a PR move,
0: which is a joke. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. I do remember that. Yeah, that was uh that was uh pretty classless. Did he ever explain why he did that?
2: Well, part of it was classless on the Washington side because you know how they let season ticket holders onto the field before the game, and they have a little right. roped off area. Well, the number was in the roped off area.
0: Uh, okay, gotcha. So it was uh, it was kind of a mistaken move, I guess. I don't okay. Know. Well, at least that's okay. The perception could be pointed that way. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I just I didn't know I I see I as much as I do follow is you know is social media I don't some of the stuff it just uh, unless it's so incredibly egregious I don't follow it I do remember Patrick Mahomes's brother though dancing on uh Wisconsin cheese curd says uh, she's a wackadoo she
2: did spray uh, champagne on the entire section of fans in front of her after they beat the
0: Bills Okay, that was a question. Said uh, they were there at a TTBB game. Look for the video. Plus, they have a kid. Texas Tech. Uh, Texas, yeah, Texas Tech. Um, said look for the video. Um, she's she's a wackadoo. Okay, I have to take a look. I, you know, unless there's something that it becomes completely egregious that there's reason to talk about personal lives, I try not to get into that. It just because it somewhat bores people. But if she's if she's a true nut, then we got to look her up. Now she's not going to be as flamboyant as the pole assassin, <laughs> right? Let's
2: let's be honest. Well, that's how the pole assassin came up, talking about how how Stafford's wife was throwing like pretzels at somebody, yeah,
0: right? Right. It's like oh, you no, hear about the, uh, the girlfriend of the Texas offensive the, assistant? Yeah, the pole assassin though. She's pre- first of all, she's got the name. Second of all, any time you can have any kind of an adventure or misgiving that involves a monkey, you're going to win every day of the week. Every day of the week. I I don't care if you're spraying champagne on a crowd. I don't care if you're accidentally dancing on a number, which is shameful. I get it. But when you involve a monkey, a kid, uh, an affair, uh, and a girl called the pole assassin that's a stripper, you're going to win hands down every damn time. I feel
2: bad for him because it took away of the shine of them losing to Kansas.
0: Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> but yeah, we try, we we, we don't, man. the Shailene Woodley thing, the breakup, yeah, you got to mention it, but I'm not going to sit here and do the speculative thing over what, what the hell happened. I mean, everybody was going crazy. It was funny because you, we mentioned it, uh, it popped up uh on the air it it popped up on twitter like in a an older tweet and then all of a sudden we kind of mentioned it and then we moved on and next thing you know it was blown up everywhere not that we had anything to do with it but then it really took off and then that became the the news uh regarding aaron Rodgers that night on the nightly news and the next morning i was watching it on television so that became a big deal i but you know, again, it's, it's, we've been there, done that. Danica, Olivia Munn, Shailene Woodley, the family, it is what it is. You know, as long as it doesn't affect his playing, I'm, I'm good. I, there's been a lot, I've seen a lot over the years in covering sports where if you really wanted to delve into personal lives, you could, and you just don't. You know, there's what guys do and girls do and stuff behind closed doors or whatever. I, it doesn't, as long as it doesn't affect the play on the field, I'm good with it. And it's not illegal. But I mean, I've seen parties. I've seen, uh, you know, people being brought in for certain services. Um, I have seen uh, crazy people in certain towns that once they get outside the confines of the locker room just go nuts. Um, you know, there was at one point in time I, I got a call from somebody out in Arizona about a player here in the state. Where I had to, you know, I was like, I don't care. And I ended up calling the PR people to say, hey, just to make sure you guys are aware of this. And, you know, beyond that, I don't care. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. So. Uh, John says, clearly, the breakup affected him in the Niners game. When did the breakup happen, though? From what people were saying was this was months in the making. So we don't know when she actually, when, when they, those two actually split, do we? We don't know the day. We don't know when that actually happened. So I don't know. I don't know what affected him. I don't know what does and doesn't affect him. You can kind of get a little bit of an insight, a thought, if you will, but for the most part, meh. Just hope he wakes up every day, plays hard, does well, and you hope his life is happy and, and, and fulfilling. That's all you can hope for. That's all you can hope for for anybody, right? Craig says it sounded like it happened roughly in December. Well, then there you go. It didn't really affect his... It didn't really affect his play uh, in, the, in the in the playoff game because he'd already it had already happened, unless it happened on December 31st, like New Year's Eve was like, "Hey, here's to a great life and our marriage in 2022." And she went, "I'm out." <laughs> Did a mic drop, okay. Then you can say, "Well, didn't play great in that, uh, didn't play great in that Detroit game." And then after that, psh, boy, ooh, not good. Okay, maybe you can look at it that way. Beyond that, nah. This weekend, uh, I'm off. I'm heading up to um, heading up to uh, the uh, Four Seasons Island Resort. Going to spend some time there. Going to enjoy the weekend. You've got uh, Bucks basketball, or, or uh, not Bucks basketball, both the All Star game, the NBA All Star game coming up this weekend. Daytona Five Hundred. You got Badgers. You've got uh, UWM and Green Bay both playing tonight. Uh, the Daytona Five Hundred, the Genesis Invitational, all of that, all of that good stuff coming up this week. Uh, and then we're going to be back at it again on Monday. On Monday. What are you doing tonight, Ben? Anything? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> you really just kind of meander. If somebody finds Ben just walking to the streets, looking up at the buildings, that somebody point him in the right direction. It's supposed Show to be Ben's baseball sports. season. I don't know. Yeah, but we should only be in like a, our spring training games at this point. You know, listening to the broadcasts of guys that, as of right now, we're not really worried about. We'll have to Just practice arguing about bunting yeah. and analytics
2: and getting mad at stuff. Yeah, not
0: you know, anymore. We're not. We don't have to worry about bunting anymore. It's grip it and rip it time if they get rid of the D, if they uh, bring in the DH. Grip it and rip it. That's it. That'll do it for us. So until we talk again, come Monday, time for us to get out of here. Have a go one. Have a safe one. Snow Squall, it's coming. Stay safe. Slip. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast.